An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Um, rugby league has been a fabric of our society for hundreds of years. It's people's escape, it's people's relaxation, and we need to do everything in order to continue that great uh, tradition of rugby league. It has been those Australians who have worked hard every day. They have their dreams, they have their aspirations. These are the quiet Australians who have won a great victory tonight. And we represent you. We are Fire Up the Quiet Australia. We represent every single one of you multiplied by how many of us? Four or five of us in the room is how many? 20 million people? I think it's about 26 now, isn't <laughs> is it? Is it 26, 26 million? Yep. And is, is it Daffy or Donald Duck who say, be very, very quiet? No, that's, that's Elmer Fudd, actually. Elmer Fudd, there you go. Just testing it's you. It's hunting, please. <laughs> wabbit hunting. Duck hunting. Okay, wabbit hunting. Uh, good, uh, well, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time it is anywhere. Uh, Chris Gale, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, Stephen. It's wonderful to be here. Dennis Carnahan, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon to you too, Stephen. And, and lovely to see you, Chris. And lovely to see you too, Chris. And our special guest today, Greg Cross... Good afternoon to you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> now, you're very good at intros, Chris. Unlike myself, I fumble around a bit. Would you like to sort of give a bit of a backstory for Greg? And we'll be talking to Greg in depth in a little while. I think we can only describe Greg as rugby league royalty. The man has played first grade football for Manly Ringer Sea Eagles, but we'll forgive him Would that. You call him a Renaissance man. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Retro and, man. And, uh, and, and we'll hear at what level he played for Manly, a very high level later on in the show. His brother Peter played 90 games for the North Sydney Bears. Yep. And his father Barry was a first grade referee and touch judge to the stars. Barry uh, very sadly left us a few weeks ago, and we extend our sympathy to you and your family, Greg. But Thank you. he was clearly a revered man in the rugby league yeah. community. And the really exciting thing about Greg is he's played first grade rugby league. Yes. And he listens to fire up. Guess what? We haven't. We haven't. We haven't. It's your game, Greg. It's, a it's not our game. Program. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Now we will get you in detail. But one question I want to start with is how do you handle the hate, Greg? Oh yes, it was. Uh, we played at Cumberland Oval once. It was quite hard. I, I noticed. Uh, Rex Moss, who was a manly supporter, had his car trashed. His RX. Is that right? <laughs> was any culprit yeah, caught? His RX7. Yeah. RX7. Doesn't, doesn't make sense that Rex is in an RX7. Yeah. RX, yeah. I'm getting a picture of Rex. We're going to build up this picture in detail later. Yeah, so let's get into uh, rugby league this week. I think Chris and Dennis, Greg, we can all agree that the cracks are showing in rugby league. The great vision yes. of the overlord of Landis, PVL, uh, the man who could fix any problem, uh, even himself, is showing some strain at this point in time. There's no doubt about it, Stephen. Like, I, we, we give all due homage to the great overlord for Resumption Day, 28 May. The competition beamed around the world, being consumed by everyone and every Rainbows, comment. unicorns, light at the end of the tunnel, <laughs> etc. Yeah. But there were a couple of issues. First of all, I don't think the idea of creating a bubble was a great idea because if any child will tell you, any yeah. under seven will yeah, tell yeah. you, Stephen, yeah. mm. that, you know, when you make a bubble and you can pop it and it, it bursts. Yeah. Right. It, does, it doesn't hover in different shapes for long. It bursts. So something like a um, biodyne mm. might have made out of titanium might have been well, a better idea. You've seen Jim Carrey in The Truman Show. Yes. All he wanted to do was get out. He didn't believe it was fantasy, it was perfect. He just wanted to find a way out to find reality, correct? Because you're trapped, mm. and when you get to a certain point and the motivation is no longer there, I think what the overlord PVL, the Black Prince himself, failed to recognise <laughs> yeah. was once you're out of 
mathematical calculation for the semi-finals as a rugby league player. You don't care. You do not care. No. <laughs> Just want to take pick up. You think of a mad the, Monday down the track. That's <laughs> right. The Black Prince. Now the Black Prince normally that's referred to as Beelzebub. Haven't we established that's Cameron Smith? Or are you calling Mr. Carter? The well, wasn't there a cricket player called the Black Prince? Brian Lara. Was he the Black Prince? Mm, not sure about that. Don't uh, know. Yeah. Okay. But normally yeah, that's going to be the. He yeah. was. There you yeah. go. Mm. I think the Overlord's sufficient. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, they're, they're sort of merging into one for yeah. mine. But he showed, a, he showed a, a big snap this week, didn't he, Chris? Well, look, I, I think that probably where this, where you first sort of seeing the bubble starting to fracture, if a bubble yeah. can indeed fracture, yeah. was, funnily enough, the most successful team in rugby league right now, the Penny Panthers, who rolled over Dennis's Canberra Raiders as though they were just a mere you know, speed bump. Is that true? Not even. Yeah. Like an ineffective speed bump. <laughs> Very gracious there, Dennis. Yeah. Yeah, the truth. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the most, I think, a new candidate for the most hated man in rugby league, Ivan Cleary. Yeah, Dogger. this is because, though, you're a Tigers fan. <laughs> yes. And you're, it was, he pointed to your scoreboard yeah, yeah, yeah. and he blew you a kiss. Yeah, so this and, is... and hating Ivan Cleary is about as much as hating James Tedesco, which you don't do. No, 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 no. James, James Tedesco, I completely understand. But Ivan Cleary told us to get on the bus and then he got out at Penrith I do, Stadium. I, I do wonder about Ivan Cleary, though. I think this is, we've established long on this show that rugby league is about losing. Because 15 teams lose, one win. Correct. It's about hate because yeah. everyone hates each other. Yes. Now, I think there's a problem psychologically with rugby league coaches. They don't know how to deal with winning. Trent Robinson after the grand final last year. Mm-hmm. You guys don't love us. The, you know, the six again call, they got that right. You know, should, when he hit the trainer, it should have been attacked. Yeah. He's complaining. Shut He's up. whining yeah. after winning. Again, we have him here. We have a winning coach. He doesn't know how to deal with winning. He only knows how to bitch and whine when he loses. Mm-hmm. So what does he do when he's winning on top of the ladder, clear on top of the ladder? He whines. Oh, they were well, mess up. What was he saying? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll hear it in a moment. But the oh. mindset of Cleary was, I think, a stroke of evil genius, which is the best time to complain is when you've touched up the opposition. Yep. And let's face it, Greg, they, right. they got touched up badly, oh, yeah, the camera sure. owners, oh, didn't yeah, they? sure did. <laughs> and, and, and so he thought my opportunity to undermine no, nothing more venerable institution that your father was a great representative of, Greg, the referee. <laughs> I love that, Chris. Is in the... to live with him. <laughs> <laughs> Rocks at the window, Greg. <laughs> I went deaf from the whistle sounds, yeah. I've got to get the hearing aid shortly. If your room was untidy, were you put in the bin? I mean, yeah. Uh... <laughs> no, clothes were. <laughs> and, and, and so he... he Positions his attack on the referees at the time, you know, where he can't be criticised for whinging because they've had a win. Now, he has um, launched what has been described by Peter Volandis as a vicious, unwarranted attack on the referees. Now, if you've got young children, I'd, I'd suggest you get them out of the room because we've got the audio of Ivan. Even seven year olds. Exa- even under seven is <laughs> blowing up right now. Yeah. I don't know. It felt like they were mani- being managed back in the game. So. I don't know, that's all I can say. I, yeah, some really, really strange calls. Um. Well, that's savage. Chris, you just mentioned the best, the best time to throw in one of those little petty bitches is when you're winning. It, it sort of belittles the man, though, doesn't it? You know, you're right on top and you go, oh, it was managed. You know, like, what, what is the time? Just sit back and relax and smile and think of, you know. He's just trying to be a bit too subtle, don't you? He's just trying to see yeah, how yeah. far he could stretch them without little... getting fined. He's probably got a little competition going on with the other How far can there. we go? Well, how well... far can you go before you get fined? Because Ricky's managed to Ricky's managed to not be fined for three years. And Ricky does <laughs> now get right? Yeah, and he does. He, he, so is Ricky, there a chart down so, at Canberra? Yeah, there is. Yes. So Ricky is probably managing yeah. how he can push, because he was blaming Greenberg last year. Yeah, it's right. Greenberg. So I don't... I, I, I feel the referees. You know, yeah. they've got a tough job. Yeah. It's Greenberg he blames. Right, right. So that's how he's got but, away from being uh, fine. Yeah. I, I mean, what I heard there 
has been described by Peter Volandis as deplorable behaviour. And I guess what he's reacting to is that Ivan, like, barely conscious. So that is Ivan actually riled up. <laughs> <laughs> is, that right? is that what happened to Tigers? $20,000 fine. Yeah. Well, what about when he gave the, you know, blew the kisses at the Tigers yeah, fan yeah, and he's yeah. under that seven was animated, wasn't that it? That was just yeah. shocking. Yeah. But hasn't and, also the, the Penrith chairman... Yes, Dave O'Neill has waded into this with a tremendous suggestion. Well, he's saying that he's calling for vulnerable coaches to be excused from press conference. Now, clearly, Ivan's I'll give him vulnerable. 24 hours he's, off. He's blowing kisses. He's pointing at the scoreboard. He's <laughs> suggesting they're being managed. This is a man who is... And, and his team's winning, and his team's on top of the ladder. So what's the motivation, straight. Well, he's, he's vulnerable. Because, again... Oh, he's, he's a vulnerable coach. He's a vulnerable <laughs> coach. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, now I'm hearing it all. Well, they removed the captains from this... Pressure cooker situation. Yeah. So now O'Neill is saying that the coaches should because it's dirty. Yeah, dirty it's, zone. It's, it's actually not part of. The, well, yeah. it, must, it, must, right. it must be now part of the it, bubble, mustn't it? It's clean zone. They have it's a clean zone. It's a clean zone. So why, but, um, they, why are they not bring the captains back in again? Yeah, well, <laughs> the <laughs> captains were taken out a couple of years ago. Yeah, but why? I don't remember. Because they weren't contributing much. Because they were vulnerable. <laughs> but obviously, as, as, you can hear, as you can hear from Ivan, emotions are running high. Yeah, very. So O'Neill's suggestion <laughs> is you give them twenty-four hours licensed, and then they do the press conference. Yeah. The, the slightly unusual thing that was O'Neill recommended that they actually stay there for the 24 hours. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, In the chair. Which, which is what the bubble allows you to do because, let's face it, where else is he what going else to go? What else going to do? Well, now, maybe out to lunch. Now, now, Chris, we did predict that eventually rugby league would get the better of Lance. He thought racing was tough. Nothing. You know, yeah. rugby league. He's and the cracks are, off the track now. Yeah, the cracks are showing. And like any good, a rail run. Like any good headmaster, he's got to start going, oh, the yeah. cats are out of the bag. Yeah. How do I claw them all back in yeah, again? And right. then yeah. give them a good whack and say, stay there. You know. Well, they're already sort of um, earmarking his replacement, I believe. I think Andrew Demetriou, who apparently was involved in some other sport for an administrative capacity, yes. has been identified. Yes, and, and of course the other the other enemy is uh, Anastasia Palaszczuk, who's really been itching for a shot at this to take over anything at all. And she said, they're now in Queensland. I can, whatever decisions I make, I might shut the whole code down at some point. Well, or maybe she wants to take it over. Yeah. Palaszczuk, we've established, isn't a Greek name, but maybe she's no. trying to wrest it away mm. from the Greek... Well, Maybe they should get the the ex Manly players running Wentworth Park dogs. There's resurgence in the dogs. So well, we're, the, the we're dogs going are going through the races, yes. right? Yes, yes. yes. You got Volandi, so throw. Uh, yeah. Whoa! The, the, well, the, well, the, the front row is running the dogs. Well, yeah. the next uh, Cronulla uh, CEO. Well, my understanding is the dogs yeah. is going is going through the roof right now. Yeah, there is, yeah. And there is a market. <laughs> there is a market being run for where they will be playing the AFL Grand Final. I, I would have thought a. Oh, yeah. Rugby league AFL dogs trifecta at Wentworth Park. Well, if you get that why not catching feral pigs that are greased? What a good hole! They for now, now you felt you could run a dog race, couldn't you? Yeah, that, hello, <laughs> <laughs> Homebush is built for it. <laughs> right, so the cracks are appearing. The cracks are appearing, yeah, and yeah. I mean it's really around the fracturing of the bubble. And I mean, we obviously last week we saw. Wayne. Super coach Wayne Bennett. Wayne, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I no. think you mentioned you, you've well, eaten Well, look, you know, Grupper in Leichhardt. Mm. Um, and, you know, he's yeah. there for a reason, obviously, because he's well looked after. He's got 800000 a year to play with, right? Yes. They're like, what, 38 bucks for a starting price for a main meal, I think. Well, the pasta me... apparently is more affordable. <laughs> but I believe the ribeye goes for about 87 87 Let me tell you, Chris, the, the gambery, the prawns. My God, that pasta is incredible. I don't blame the him for going gambery. there. Sometimes it, it he is... He likes the gambery. I mean, oh, I like some it. of his fans... Have ice problems? He's got a prawn problem. Simple as that. Yeah, he can't resist. And there's only two or three places that do it really, really well. And of course, Braithen Astor was sitting right near him. What are the chances? Well, uh, now, Greg, the plot are, thickens. are you a fan of Braith's commentary? Because a lot of people apparently aren't. Um, 
Not really. Right, okay. No, I think he's a bit bland. Yeah. Uh, okay. Beige? But he knows what he's talking about. Oh, well, there you yeah. go. Does There's he, a little bit of support. That's something. Asleep, I think. <laughs> right, because... Okay, that's a first, that's, that, I'd take that as a word of support that, for Bryce. Yeah, 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 no yeah, one yeah. else has said that. Yeah. <laughs> bland or not. That's probably a better golfer. Brayden's going to put that in his... I've seen him on the golf show. It might be a bit bland, but I know what I'm talking about. That's the headline of his CV. E.T. had his fishing, went on to big things with fishing. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? Life after football, yeah, golf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look, I feel an Asta, he said, I didn't dob Wayne in. Now, he works for Can a media... Can I say Greek? Yes, but yeah. he works for a media organisation, right. Stephen. I yeah. mean, I would have thought it was the scoop of the year. I don't think Brace is doing there, his job. You know, there's, there's a super coach, Wayne. Everybody knows who he is from top to bottom, you know, bar Western Australia. He's having prawns a la, you know, Gambry, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's a, it's, a, it's a whole suite of meals. And he's going, you beauty, you know. But what did Wayne do? Did he slip him something under the table? Ooh. Yeah. Brown paper bag. Or a stern yeah. look, as yeah. only Wayne can give. <laughs> he might have given him some of the Gambry in a t- that, doggy bag. Done, sold. <laughs> sold, sold yeah. Shut up. We're all, we're all in this together now. All right? you, your, your mate Paul Von Giorno, of course. Yeah, yeah, just an idiot. Uh, <laughs> down in Illawarra Cafe. And, and... Well, Italian food, what are you going to say? Greg, the Italian I, stallion, of course, yeah, he's got yeah, to go down course, there. Yeah. Can't help himself. Can, can I ask Greg, did you ever come up against Mitch Brennan? No. Playing no, for the Dragons? No, but I did watch him. He was a flamboyant player. Okay, <laughs> so, <laughs> so he'll colour different coloured boots, didn't the, he? The, the, this, our, our show friend John Osborne sent this in that St George, before they were the Illawarra Dragons, had formed Stephen. Yeah. In the 1977. <laughs> oh, is that right? Yes. <laughs> in the 1977 pre season, Mitch Brennan was coaxed by former coach Harry Bath mm-hmm. to play for St George in a trial match at Grant. Who was super coach Harry Bath? He was yeah, the super yeah, coach. Yeah, yes, he never was, lost yeah. the grand final, <laughs> no, right? No. Uh, Brennan played under the pseudonym Mickey Lane. (laughs) (laughs) Mickey Spillane was not available uh, because he was still in contract negotiations with Brisbane South. So here's the sign of the times. He was fined $500. Is that how much the dollar's gone up? Hmm? Is that how much the dollar's gone up? That's that's about 10 weeks rent then. (laughs) I guess it would have been, yeah. So, but now it's Brisbane, isn't it? Yeah. Now, of course, Ricky commented saying, uh, "Who doesn't want to go to the pub?" You know, <laughs> Ricky loves going to the pub. We love going to the pub. But, but sacrifice. did you say you love Ricky? I do love Ricky. Sometimes. Oh yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm this perfect. week I do. Yeah, it's hot and cold. Hot and cold. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a whole lot of fractures appearing. You know, the the I think the joint mergers are, are, are fracturing down the middle. Mm-hmm. I think Mary's on the on the on the leave with the Cogra mob, staying with the Illawarra mob, and that's going to be decided <laughs> upon this next week. Correct? Again, you know. Is is it possible that? Um, given that they've got a selection committee for St George, given that Shane Flanning is there in an assistant coach uh, uh, situation, <laughs> would you designate which in the squad are Illawarra and which are St George and he would just coach the Illawarras? Oh, so Mary coaches the Illawarra. Yeah, that's yeah, right. Yeah, that's right. coaches the Dragons. Does the Dragons. Yeah. Volandis, yeah. Volandis, no, Volandis, Volandis comes on board because yeah. he's happy to let a 17-year-old play. He's happy to flow up the rules. So yes, he can yes. go, oh, look, we'll let, we'll let him back. As long as hey, rugby yeah. don't get him. Yeah, we'll <laughs> yeah, let him yeah, back. Yeah, so, well, yeah, Flano yeah. might go to yeah. rugby, so we've got to let Flano yeah. coach. So Flano coaches the St. George Dragons. Yeah, let's call them the Saints. Mary calls them. Saints Dragons, right? Then Mary coaches the Illawarra Dragons. Dragons, yes. Yeah. And then they meet every Saturday at yeah. Cogra. Right. And, and talking about <laughs> Nastaskas, the art dealer, the mysterious art dealer, I found out he started selling cars. Nastiski? Yeah, Nastiski. Nastiski. Yeah, yeah. And then property. And then Brett Whiteley. Are you saying that Nick Politis started out as an art dealer? <laughs> <laughs> Went the other way around? Who can tell? Multiple stories here. So, uh, of course, the Tigers fracturing. What can I say? 
So Tiger's chairman, Lee Hadjipatelis, which I... Can you say that again? Hadjipatelis. <laughs> That's who, Greek, right? <laughs> yes, I hazard as a guess is Greek. Uh, he actually <laughs> issued an apology to the fans after our 44-4 loss to the Newcastle Knights. <laughs> and he apologised for the performance on the field. Well... Lee, as a Tigers fan, I don't think just apologising for last Saturday is enough. I've got a few suggestions. Do you have a list? Yeah. <laughs> Barry O'Farrell. <laughs> Marina Go. Uh, the um, loss of the big four with are, are the exception you, of Luke Brooks. Can I just say, so are you wanting the Tigers to apologise for the bottle of Grange and everything and, and the lockout? <laughs> yeah. Is that, or, or you're not taking... Yes, exactly. I would like that, yes. I'd like an apology yeah. for the lockout. Yeah. Uh, I, I want an apology for Corabetti. Yes. I want an apology yeah, for Pappenhausen. I want an apology for Des- Tedesco. Aaron Woods. Yeah. Uh, Moses. Well, I did say, yeah, the, 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 the loss of the big four with the exception of Brooksy, who, yeah. as Mick Potter said today, he's the type of kid you'd want to go to war in. Is that? Yeah. To war with. Uh, uh, yeah. In, yeah. not in. Yeah. yeah. With. Yeah, yeah, I think he's talking about a video game war, to be honest. Honest, but uh, I don't think it's enough. And um, if, if if I was already upset when I woke up to the news this morning that former Test cricket captain Michael Clark had been offered a directorship yeah, and yeah. refused it, yeah. And you're saying the reason being it's a cheap shot, really, isn't it? The I'm reason being about is that one. He's got a big he's got a big <laughs> audience in India, well, being an Australian cricketer, correct? Well. Well, yeah, I don't know if you've caught him on the Big Sports Breakfast, but it's obviously not for his media work. Well, no. They don't, they don't have ratings on that show, do they? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're in that consolidated box. Yeah, pretty oh. much like I think with like FBI. FBI. <laughs> well, it's only because they're not commercial, Chris. <laughs> so would they think about getting, um, you know, the, the uh, oh, what's his name from the second two he's had? Mike Whitney. Would they think about getting Mike Whitney on the board? Or think about getting Brett Lee. Brett Lee's big in did India. You, did you Brett see Whitney? Lee Lee's big in India. A few songs at half time. Yeah, there you go. Did you see Whitney on the uh, Matty John show on the weekend? Damn, no. I missed that, did I? He and uh, Junior Hit Pierce, uh, the big hitters band, they've merged. Oh, yeah. They're oh. Right. <laughs> so they're on the circuit. So Mike Whitney yeah. is playing with yeah. Junior Pierce. Yeah. It, Whitney looks his age, I'll have to say that. But the idea... Which that, circuit are you talking about, by the way? The, well, when it reopens. <laughs> you know, the Ox, can you imagine going to the Oxford Arts Factory, yeah. paying $70 yeah, to yeah. sit socially isolated <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and watch Mike Whitney and Junior Pierce on stage? With a little candle on, the, on your table. Well, the DMAs, did you see this? The DMAs have done this yeah, in Lime yeah, Cordial, but yeah. the DMAs played the other day, but it was a 47-minute set. Yeah. And so the audience was transfixed, apparently, <laughs> loving the fact they're enjoying live, live music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When they wrapped up at the 47 mark, they booed them. That's it. Wow. Yeah. Why that limit? Because they had to do, to satisfy the demand, they yes. did 16 shows. Gotcha. Okay. So they were doing the shows day. on the hour. So it's not a case of how much the air conditioning can you know, remove the toxins. No, no. No, okay. no, no. It uh, means that now everyone's the hardest working person your, in show business. Yes, James Brown's gone. Yes. Now, given that you lost tremendously, who was the saddest figure? Because I've got a picture of Dewey here. Yep. Dewey, he was the man. Yeah, he I mean, signify the loss. Yeah, I mean, people were wanting to attribute the tragedy in Lebanon as to what was upsetting course, Adam, and that was yeah. a, that is awful. But um, mm. pretty much, he was owning the loss. Um, mm. He's a West Tigers junior, yeah. and he uh, basically was crying because he's not getting a, an apology from Lee Hadjipatelis for no. Barry yeah. O'Farrell, uh, <laughs> Marina Go, yeah. Michael Clark. By the way, I don't think it's such a bad idea. If we tap into the Indian market, like the emerging tiger of the Asian economy. Yes, yes. Uh, could I suggest that the reason that it was not was there's an, an, an action wear, leisure wear, women's wear label called PE, Pip Edwards. Now, just as it happens, Pip Edwards is a very glamorous season suburbs girl who is now attached to Michael Clark. 
and she would have gone, give me the job of rebranding your, your, your look, your jumper, everything right down to the socks, the underpants, the mouth guard, the colours, the lot. And they said no. So right, I well, don't. you can see Greg is wearing a <laughs> yeah. magnificently, magnificently themed oh, the manly Warringah. If, if Pierre could top. come up with that, we'd be wearing right. it. Yeah. And, and obviously I've got this beautifully sculpted jet shirt, but the Tigers wear is pretty scrappy. Yeah. But uh, you think I, PE would improve it? They should have a bigger magpie on it. Well, <laughs> bigger magpie. There you go. I'm going to get the stripe here. No, that's another thing I need an apology for. But I think. But I think if if they do form the relationship with, thank you very much, Dennis. If they do form the relationship with India, Pip Edwards does the design. Yeah. I can see the Mate, new team. A huge market. Then. Will relocate. Will be called the Bengal Lancers. With all due respect to your father as a touch judge. Right. And I've already got the... <laughs> that's okay. I can see oh, that now. That's fantastic. Yeah. How good is that? So yeah. you wouldn't... You, you, it's definitely Bengal Lancers, not Bengal Tigers. Just the straight-up Lancers. I think I think, I think we, we, we're, they, we're rugby league. They actually have Tigers in India. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't believe I it. Like there was that. actually an Indian rugby league team played this year. Is that right? Yeah. Whereabouts? Up in Queensland, I think they played... Uh, I forget who they played against, but they've got a team. Yeah. I, uh, there's a lot of them, like Philippines and all that. I started, I started a Philippines rugby league team on Facebook. How do we miss this, Chris? Yeah, it's quite did It's a true story. Can you tell and identify for us, Greg? Can we use a couple over at Campbelltown? That's what I'm wanting to hear, a couple of these boys. Yeah, I reckon you could, yeah. How did Japan tell us? Did I get that right? Yeah, yeah. Now, he goes on to quote, uh, As a chair, I feel an obligation and a responsibility to our fans and members to provide them a product of which they can be proud. Uh, we would all have been disappointed with Saturday night's effort. I don't think there'll be anyone that could say otherwise. There's no point in sugarcoating it. No answer. No answer. We'll be back in just a moment with Quiet Australia. Fire up here to find some more answers here to failing rugby league teams. See ya. Yeah, just a report on Michael Cheekham, the Tigers back row. He's in much better shape. He is in an ambulance on his way to hospital. That's just because he had seizures, but they say he's in much better shape. Excellent news. Thank you, Brad. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we're not so quiet anymore. We've uh, had a bit of a warm-up. We've uh, got out some of the demons and the cobwebs, and we're back here with uh, Greg Cross, uh, Dennis Cunhan. What's your name again? Chris Gale. The other guy. I'm the other guy. The other guy, right. And myself, Stephen Ferris. No, he's the main guy here. Don't worry about that. Yeah. And we're talking about uh, the really the big stories in rugby league. Don't you worry about that. Uh, Greg, you played for Manly Warringah. 78, 79, roughly? I played from uh, 76, uh, 75 to 80. Okay, tell yeah. us about how you got into it. Uh, what happened was uh, um, my old man um, said I wouldn't make it. I, I played in the B-grade grand final, scored a few tries against some of the guys. So You said you wouldn't make it? He said I couldn't make it, so I went down and tried out and got myself fit. But I, I brought my brother's boots. So yeah. I, I was at teacher's college, couldn't afford a pair of boots, and they were bright green. And they were about a couple of sizes too big for me, so I had newspaper in it anyway. <laughs> Great anyway, so I tried out, at the, and no one gave me a chance. We used to run about 10-kilometre 10, 10 road runs, and all. I got myself pretty fit. And anyway, they, uh, when I came, the trials and the selector after when they graded me said, well, anyone can play on those boots, has got to be all right. That's <laughs> so a winner. Me, yeah. There you go. So then I made it. Yeah, I think yeah. the dad sent me out a challenge. So, right. Yeah. So and what did you say back to him? Yeah. Once you're in, what did you say to him? Oh, I gave him a few. Uh, Good on you. Yeah, <laughs> a few comebacks, yeah. And how old were you then? I was about 23, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 20, 21, 22. And, of course, during that period, uh, were you, uh, you were a teacher? Yeah, I was a teacher, yeah, okay. so primary school teacher, yeah. Whereabouts? Yes. At uh, Manly West. Right. Manly. There's no suburb called Manly West, but there's a school there. There's a school there. Right, <laughs> across, right. right across from a graveyard. Because as soon as you go west, you, you go up the hill and then it's like National Park and stuff, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you, go, you just go down to Manly, right near Manly Golf Course yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Manly West. I remember a child hadn't done a homework once and put some flowers in the graveyard on my desk. 
<laughs> so I got, got let her off home work for a few weeks. I was going to say, got that. an A plus, right? <laughs> what position did you play, Greg? I, I ended up playing hooker in, in reserve grade. Um, did you then, win any against the feed? Yeah. Because <gasps> you have to have your legs through the other hooker's feet. Yes. <laughs> or sometimes you let it, like, uh, you know, Neil Whitaker from Balmain, yeah. you let him win the ball because you had long legs and try and steal it from him. <laughs> long legs. Yeah. Still studs. Yeah, yeah. Still studs, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if Dangerous you try too to many tricks, someone grab you under the, under the collar and pull yeah. you away. So, yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah, yeah it was... It was one time I come on in first grade, I had to hold match Curlich up against Newtown. You know that Bill Noonan? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was a bit out of the depth as a front row. Now, Andy basically. Ringgit, of course, known to be the most hated team, but it's not true anymore, is it? They're no, not the no, most hated team. Everyone loves us. Everyone yeah. loves us. Yeah. I think yeah. it's that old, that old working class attitude still there, the grunt, the grit, the etc. Yeah, 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 that's right. Des has uh, given that to the side. And uh, Brookvale used to be a fibro town. Yeah, yeah. But then when we played West, they called us the Silver Tails. It's quite funny because Max lived in Max Curlich lived in. That was the a Roy Masters masterstroke, wasn't it? It was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Roy masterstroke. Roy Masterstroke. Well, we had the other side of the of the conflict on last week, Mick Lominskis, of course, yes. to play for Western Suburbs. But you mentioned you played in what was known as the Battle of Brookvale? Uh, yeah, I ended up playing at Lincoln Oval. Um, I was sitting on the bench for the first grade, and I could hear the West players slapping each other. Up, <laughs> come you could off hear Tommy Rodonagas. We could hear, hear that going on anyway. Yeah. I said, oh, it's going to be on. And then I just sat back in the in the the deck chair watching the first grade, you know, there's only two, only two guys went on. So Having a cocktail. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, well, sometimes you sneak a beer in after the game. <laughs> Hopefully, anyway, anyway, what happened was, um, yeah, I said to my mate, I hope you don't get on here. And next minute, there's you know, Steve on. Knight and all going on. Next minute, they said, you're on. Oh. Last 20 minutes. <laughs> so I never run so fast in my life. Wow. <laughs> so, so I think we often, they often on the, the Fox shows, they show, there was a head high, wasn't there? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah. And that was yeah. who on who? I think it was uh, Steve Knight on uh, Boydy, I think. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah right. He like, leaves the ground. Yeah. yeah. All those West guys came to Manly after that. Uh, yeah. Boyd, Dorothy. Just like they bought the uh, South Sydney team Ray in Brown. 71. <laughs> oh, got that That's right. That was, Manly's, that was Manly's policy. <laughs> that was their go. That was Manly's go. If you lose, you buy everyone else. I played with all uh, six internationals in reserve grade. They were ahead of their time, really, weren't they? Huh? They were ahead of their time. They were the roosters. Yeah, that's when they, they were, were the roosters yeah, in yeah. the seventies. Yeah. And was there was there a simpatico with the hookers, or was Max Krillich undermining you the whole time, hiding? Oh, yeah, everyone's and... undermining each other. Yeah, yeah. right. Oh, yeah. That'd be right. Yeah, that's right. And Ray Brown, when he came there, it was quite fierce when you packed practice scrums against them. You They're know, big but... names that you were were going yeah. in competition with. That's right. You used to play against like uh, in reserve grade of like uh, you know Piggins and all those guys, Mountier and all those first graders. Ellen Walters. But the best fun was the Yamco Cup. I went up and played against uh, Johnny Lang one night up there. Johnny Lang, yeah. yeah any, was... any of the current coaches, were you playing against them at all? Oh, oh yeah, uh, probably. Uh, you know, they'd uh, been a bit young, wouldn't they? Yeah. I reckon now. Yeah, the probably a bit young, young now. Um, Wayne yeah. Bennett would have been still playing. Uh, Wayne Bennett yeah. was playing in the but Brisbane competition. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Did you play with Johnny Gibbs? Yeah, I played with Johnny Gibbs, hey, yeah. Was he at that the West one with the slapping? Was that the one... Yeah, I think he was on first grade that yeah. day, yeah. But he was he was too when he was playing the lower grades, he was just too good. No one could work out what he was doing. He's so brilliant. Mercurial. He <laughs> was mercurial. There was a time when still... he was listening to the races when the first grade was yeah. on. And this is before Chinese <laughs> Chinese doping came in, right? We never, no queries about doping, was there? 
No, no, no. And and what's happened to him now, Gibbsy? Johnny, oh, he's working for he's, the ABC. Yeah. ABC, well, there no you go. And what do you don't know? And he's oh, also yeah, yeah. he was a he was a school teacher at Mona Vale and he, yeah. and the groundsman at the school was Fatty Vorton. Is yeah. that right? Well, he's, he's, I think he's, he's Fatty's manager, and he also yes. he still has Tommy Rodonikus's teeth marks yes. in his nose. <laughs> from well, that his was debut. a famous story because Tommy was uh, seen in rugby league week with uh, vampire fangs on and uh, Clay and Biter. Yeah, I think he got a few weeks for that. Right. <laughs> and I was going to say that day at Lincoln. Was it a cauldron? Yeah, it was. Yeah, that was a. I saw a guy in the crowd with a fibro uh, hat. <laughs> it was a, and I was watching that. Uh, yeah, the fibros of silver tail yeah, yeah, do- yeah, documentary. Yeah, yeah. There was. Yeah, and what he was you... actually a pharmacist from Lincoln. <laughs> What do you so miss? So he breathed a lot asbestos while the game was fantastic, on. Fantastic, fantastic. It what was, do, yeah, wonderful. What do you miss from those days that yeah. have gone out of rugby league? Yeah, that's what right. Else, what else do you miss? Oh, the, you know, rules I miss the behavior. corner post, and i tell you why. Miss the corner post? Yeah, you know why? Because I used to live 200 metres from Brookie Oval, so yeah. at the, just before full-time, all the kids, yeah. my street, yeah. you, you, you hang around the, goal, the corner post and the you post. try to get your front yard without with the corner post intact. <laughs> Anyway, one day I, I took off, the, up, got the corner post, so Frank, I get off the ground, you kids, and all yeah, that. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. so I got the, I, I had a bit of a shortcut. I knew how to get under the fence, Brookie Oval. So I got under You'd the fence. you yourself. Yeah, yeah. I got to, under the fence, took off, but the kids caught me in the front yard. Yeah, I was crash, <laughs> crash tackled by 20 kids, and uh, I got to come in the house without that much of a. Can I just say, just as a marketing exercise, at the end of every game, you know when they used to have the kids on? Yeah, yeah. Just go. When the bell goes, kids, we're going to put the, the corner post in, oh. brand new corner post, and on you come. And they just go crazy for him. But we, we had a character, Freddie Jones, uh, he was, we couldn't understand what he was saying because he, he'd lost most of his teeth playing um, some games and uh, he, he had these new dentures and we couldn't understand him and he, he told us to run to McKillop Park, which is a hardboard diggers now called the Mounties Club. Right, right. And we all ran to Curl Park, which was about five kilometres away. <laughs> So when we came back, he got the train. He said, run him into the ground. <laughs> so the, the sprint coach ran us. Couldn't know where to go. Oh, can I just go back to this corner post thing? I'm quite yeah. a naive person. Yes. I would have thought the code would be yeah. that if you got the post and you actually cleared the fence of honor. the ground. It's yours. It's yours. It's not. It's not. Kids. Clearly not. No, no. Not in Manly. Dog eat dog in Manly. It's a Yes, that's right. So the coach with the false teeth, is that what started the tradition which led to Des Hasler who mumbles and no one can understand? Yeah, there's been a lot of mumbling going on that crowd. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Ray Ritchie, my uncle, he was a cab driver, yeah, and he, he would uh, froth at the mouth when he got angry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and also, yeah, he was one, did so much swearing one day that uh, a lady came from the grandstand, opened the door and told him off. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and you couldn't even get into a dressing room now, could you? No, and were you in that? Oh, certainly not now. There was that concern, I guess, now, yeah. you know, people are only allowed to run on the ground and get, you know, fined and suspended for the rest yeah. of their lives and banned from new, the ground. Chris. But do you remember that period where they decided to stop the clock with five minutes to go? That's oh, right, yes. In, <laughs> on the assumption that no one would be capable of going well, <laughs> click. <laughs> and, and so the idea was that people would be uncertain when the game would finish and that would somehow discourage them mm. from running on the is field. That is, is, yeah, is, is, so is that what it was for? Yeah, that's what it was for, yeah. Yeah, 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 no, so no, yeah. yeah. No, no. No, it wasn't to add mystery and excitement to the it's game. So, so uh, Frank Hyde could get out of the ground pretty quickly, you know. <laughs> and your brother Peter played for North Sydney? Yeah, he played for North Sydney as the honour of being the first uh, footballer put sent to the f- sin bin in first grade. <laughs> That's, that is a huge honour. That's yeah. a trivial pursuit question right I, there. Uh, when I was, uh, I tried to be a referee for a while. Dad encouraged me, but I lasted two games and the second game I sent my brother off. Well, you Why did you not last, Greg? You were uh, too honest? I sent my brother off. I was warned not to go back on the <laughs> referee again. <yeah. laughs> 
Now, generally speaking, I mean, I've come across a few referees. Uh, they, their personalities sort of yes. get withdrawn. They become a bit sort of yes, they do. less colourful because they get yes. so many barbs and attacks and they're very careful right. about how they go. Is that that happened to your father? Oh, no, he loved it. He'd, ah. uh, Sunday mornings at 7 o'clock, he'd start warming up the whistle. Yes. <laughs> he'd go into <laughs> three different uh, pitches with it. He'd start off with a... You know, for yeah, the knock on, yeah, yeah. and then he built up for the full time one. That was his best one. Yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And he had all his hand movements. Yeah, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is and method. Then he'd uh, pull us out method. of bed, and then he'd uh, yeah. he'd uh, start running up and down the hallway. And then while what? Mum was ironing his laces. What about the? <laughs> your mother would iron the laces. She would iron the laces. Yeah, the laces were about two meters long. Wow. Ooh. And, and why would she iron them? Just to make them look sparkly. Oh, he had to look the best. Had the yeah. best. Yeah, yeah, it was all about. Oh, I remember the the collar up. Yeah, the starch collar. Yeah, starch collar. And the shorts were all. So starched. Oh my so God. I, start. I wonder why he couldn't break into a sprint half the yes, time. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and tell me about the song. He sang a song, is that right? Yeah, all Can I want to be is a first grade referee, refereeing at the SCG. That wow. was his that was Katy his... Perry style. Yeah. yeah. Which he got to do seven times, I believe. Yes, he yes. did. And and then and he was touch judge uh, for internationals, test matches. Yeah, so in New Zealand. And yeah. uh, I've got him on uh, um, Fox Sports the other week. I've got him permanently on the TV. Yeah, right. And he, he used to be a race between him and the other touch judge. Like they'd look at each other, yeah, so you yeah. could get to the other end first. <laughs> yeah. Well, after the after, after the, the yeah, yeah right, it was a race. Yeah. It was a race with Tony because he used to do sprints. He used to do his fifty metre sprints. You know, there was a big badge of honour. You couldn't be left behind by the other yeah. touch judge. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a great scab though. That when uh, when when for whatever reasons North Sydney came to combine with uh, Manly Warringah, then yes. the, the Central Coast Bears, etc. Yes, and it all fell apart. So so shame shamefully, I think you know there was a lot of anger. I think a lot the of Bears were a great club, and yeah. uh, I think it was was it Neil Whitty? who um, put them out, I think. He was well, he was the into, first... Uh, he was put into a corner he, by He was Super the first League. CEO of the NRL, that is yeah. true, yes. Yeah, and uh, I think they had an unfortunate time with their stadium at Gosford. They, were, they built that, but I think it went over... It went way over because it was a really yes. it was a really wet year, so that's it was right, actually delayed right. by about yeah, six months. They were supposed right. to have a grand opening in like March, yes. and the Central Coast, the uh, Northern Eagles were going to play there. Yeah, Northern Eagles, yeah. But then, because of rain, it got pushed back, pushed back. They didn't couldn't play there that season. North Sydney Oval had said. North City Council said, buggy you guys, you've, yeah. you've, you, no, you can't come back here because we've reassigned it. So the Northern Eagles had to play out of Brookvale, not Central Coast, and then the the, the club went bankrupt. Yeah, and so right. the Manly has just gone, oh, we don't even need to put the knife in their back. We'll just let we'll them just lie down. It. We'll jump up hey, and, and take and the... Can I just say, I, I grew up originally at uh, Clearville up at the Pitwater. Did you? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, there you uh, go. And, and when I went to the cricket ground, it was like the Dragons were winning. I was, oh, they're, they're, they're my team. I was... This is last century, isn't it? So the Dragons kind of, if you look at those three joint ventures, they appeal to certain types of personalities, right? Like (laughs) I don't know about that. St. George Illawarra is like, you know, Germany annexing Sudetenland, something like that, right? right, (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Tigers and Magpies, two groups of... You can only do that if you're powerful, Chris. Tigers and Magpies, two groups of extreme weakness. The underdog, that appeals to me, right? Yes. But your brother Peter paying for North Sydney, and you're clearly a manly household... What was the reception from your family when he pulled on the uh, the black and red of North Oh, we City? loved it. Yeah, we're quite supportive of him. I go and watch all these games. And, yeah, Seems unusual had... because the Northern was Eagles... Pit- was some pity involved in that? <laughs> they, <laughs> they had, had a good year. They had Ron Willie there when he was there and they made the semis. Right. And, right. Uh, yeah, Ron Willie used to say, right, the first scrum, it's on. <laughs> That was his his tactics for every game, apparently. Radonica's approach. But the Northern Eagles was two clubs that hated each other, surely, wasn't it? And that was was fundamental. Oh, they were all good friends after the game, but yeah, there was a rivalry during the game. But there was a great atmosphere at uh, North Sydney Army. For example, we played in the pre season once and. uh, 
we we came on at uh, six o'clock. The the game at six o'clock in the evening. Uh, Jeff Boycott was still batting. In the morning, nine not out. <laughs> okay, <laughs> and we ran on the ground at six thirty. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, he was still wow. batting all day for yeah, ninety nine months in, in grade cricket. So you, had to, so you had to wait for the cricket to finish. Yeah, before then we you could went run on. on. <laughs> That. What a great ticket. No one, no one ran anywhere near the middle of the oval. Like, uh, there was a lot of breaks in the middle of the yeah, park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that was the sort of character. Yeah, that was, uh, they got wonderful supporters. It's still, if you put them back tomorrow, they'd still get yeah. 15. Oh, I went, I went to North Sydney Oval. I've been there several times to watch yeah. Women's Big Bash. Yeah. And whenever there's a game at North Sydney Oval, <laughs> cricket, rugby, no matter what, yeah. there will be a Bears hat. There will yeah, be a Bears yeah. t shirt. No yeah. matter what. The Women's State of Origin was played there, the first State of Origin between New South Wales and Queensland and, on Friday night. And you couldn't get a pie because it was that. Packed. It was absolutely yeah. sensational. And there was heaps of Bears fans with Bears caps. Absolutely and Bears yeah. sensational. Yeah. There was a pub across the road from the ground where everyone Percy's? used to go. Yeah, yep. yeah, that was a big place. There was a, there was a wine bar up the road. I remember <laughs> my style. But if I could say, as, as a kid growing up, as a kid growing the stoned up, crow? I yeah. don't I don't yeah, remember ever it. seeing a sea eagle. It was always a sea gull. Now we've thought about this, haven't we? Chris? Well, it turns out the sea eagle is a real creature. A I real, thought it was yeah. mythical. I never seen one. Yeah, yeah, but it's actually uh, real. <laughs> So there's the white-bellied sea eagle. And if you, go, if, you go, if you Google sea eagle cam, there's actually a pair yeah, nesting right. in Homebush at the moment. Homebush, yeah, it's in a nest. Um, how you know this? How do you know this? There's the osprey, yes. the osprey, yes, which is. There's a live cam on it. Yeah, you're and right. the beautiful thing about the osprey, the osprey is an eagle. It's a fish. It's also called a fish eagle. No, I yeah. get all that, but how do you know okay. about it? Because I'm a bird nerd. <laughs> but it's, it's a beautiful thing. Now, sir. The osprey, <laughs> there's an osprey nest. They were endangered. There's 25 breeding pairs in New South Wales. One breeding pair was in Gosford, and it's on the light tower at Gosford Stadium. They've actually built... An we're going to need, nest nest we're gonna need a new podcast. However, the manly ringer seagull <laughs> that you see—the manly ringer seagull that you see—is actually not a seagull. Oh, here we go. The maroon and white—it's a Brahmini kite. Uh, it's a, a fishing eagle. It's a Brahmini oh, kite. It's no. a small falcon. So, so that their logo is actually a Brahmini kite, not a seagull. So, if anyone is oh, still right. listening, yeah. <laughs> um, before we go to the break, yeah. Greg, I mean, you were on the bench for the 1978 grand final against Cronulla Sharks, who were seeking their first ever premiership. That game ended in a draw, and there was a replay this afternoon. That's right. Yes, you're on the bench again for that. I was on that. I was tired to warm up at half time, but unfortunately, at the end of the game, I was still warming up. Oh. <laughs> But at least he gave me a medal, yeah. yeah. And, and oh. we will post on our Facebook page uh, a picture of us and you'll be in the back. No, you'll be there front and centre <laughs> with the premiership medal because that's incredibly exciting. I've never been this close right, to right. a premiership medal. No. Well, I okay. had to tell you it's made out of bronze. That'll do us. That daddy sitting up there. What's this? Are they gherkins? Powerade and gherkin? Is that some kind of peptide or something? Okay, we're back. Hello, Greg Cross, uh, Manly Ringer's greatest ever. <laughs> and Dennis so. Carnahan, the, the, song, the song man for a lifetime eternity. And Chris <laughs> yeah. Gale. He's Thank everywhere. you for remembering my name, Stephen. Yeah. I'm now not sure who knows more information than Dennis Carlin and Chris Gale. Yeah. I, I, on the uh, Friday radio show, I am the new guy, Greg, so I am the Brian Johnson of Fire Up. It's going to take 20 years at least, Chris, if we got it in us. I'm going to say... country town, you never get I'm going to say here, uh, pretty pretty upfront, uh, look, they, we all have uh, role models, uh, men, women, whatever, you know, superheroes, etc. when we were growing up as kids. Uh, two of mine that I did, Frank Sinatra is a role model of mine, and I found out over the years that Frank Sinatra... Yeah. I, know a gangster. I know that's odd for a kid, <laughs> but there you go. It was a gangster, exactly, <laughs> with a voice. But um, he was notoriously obsessed by cleanliness, and he would change his clothes and have showers at least four times a day. Literally, he was, and of course, wow. he had the money to do it, you know, the umpteen suits and shirts and ties. And wouldn't do it in a drought, would he? 
No, he would not. And uh, that's why he's so, so was against the green when, of course, the hippies took over. Just could not relate at all because of cleanliness oh. and order, pants, tight, waist jacket, the whole bit, number one. Yep. Okay. And that sort of set me on a path. It's like, I wonder what... Uh, and my father was a fairly sort of fastidious... Uh, was that the right word? No. Fastidious? Fastidious uh, man in the morning. You know, the right shade, the clean, the look, the tie, the whole bit, you know, the creases, etc. So we've been approached, Chris, because... Did, <laughs> Did he iron his shoelaces? He did not iron his shoelaces. Not that fast. String tie, I think. Not they? quite as no, fastidious. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and, and was he your second hero? He was my second hero. Right. Yeah, Frank Sinatra oh, first. Nice. Well, oh, let's yeah. switch it. Let's switch it. Come on, Dad was first. Frank Sinatra was second. Yeah, there we go. Now I've got all the way. about Dean Martin, one of the rats? No, I thought, it, I thought Dean, I didn't like the fact that he played the clown. I liked it straight. Yeah. You know, I know <laughs> Dean was funnier. Frank was never funny. He doesn't need funny no. with that voice. <laughs> yeah. He was powerful, you know. Yeah, did it his way. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> apparently we're not so powerful because fire up the quiet Australian. We're on death's doorstop. Yeah, yeah. We're about to be knocked out of the park unless we can find someone to help <laughs> us pay for this damn show, right? That's right. Now, I got a box in the mail. Said box. Manscaped. I opened it up. Manscaped? Yeah, wow. it says, your balls will thank you. Ooh. Now, that's a sell. That's one point. That's not its only selling point. I I'm think sold. They, I think they've either sold themselves by selling one point only or two points, I should say. But nonetheless, this is an all-coverage outfit service for your body, mainly for hair removal, but also for cleanliness as well. Would you like to add any more about some of the details in this, Chris? Because I know, for example, it's got this beautiful razor. That's that's the lawnmower 3.0, Stephen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is the, dare I say, cutting edge yeah. in male personal grooming. Yeah. And it, you know, it's 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 got a focus, and it tends to be on Dennis. What you refer to. Nethers. Based on your experience in the nether regions. Nether you might regions. talk us through well, your you, need for this product. One of their products is the Crop Mop, which is an easy oh. wipe during the day if you're getting a bit hot and sweaty. If you've got a bit of uh, <laughs> 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 compost nuts where you have yeah. a bit of... Bit of no, I, I did have an incident where there was a young lady who said she would not be uh, approaching the vicinity of my nether region um, unless, <laughs> it, given how unruly and, and, and messy it no, was... given how much you were hanging out. <laughs> and, <laughs> so to speak. Uh, and, and so she, she made the recommendation that I should perhaps trim, trim a little that bit. Yeah, yeah, jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, now, I had no equipment to do this, no, so right. I used a razor. Oh! And, it's a bit con- and some scissors. And it was a little bit complicated and there was some blood involved, but the main issue with the razor, particularly at the top of the thighs, is you're prone to infections. And I got a fungal infection in my skin that went down and it looked like I had a big red butterfly <laughs> yeah, in my right. inner thighs. Now, next time I saw the young lady, I was way too embarrassed to do anything. So I kept the trousers on and she then went to Scotland. So I never saw her again. Oh, so right. nothing happened. So Dennis, if you'd had the lawnmower 3.0, <laughs> yeah. you would have been... Could have turned oh, your life around. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And what would I have had under my kilt? We live... Gentle, <laughs> baby soft skin. So, so Stephen, we Dennis, live in, We live in sophisticated times. I was so excited by this product. Yeah. Now look, I've been, in a, I've been in a relationship for 25 years <laughs> and I think we can all identify that you, you need something to occasionally... And right now she's yeah. sitting there going, God, no. Occasionally <laughs> spice things up. Yeah, well, that's we, right. Yeah, we tried ballroom dancing a few years ago, Did but there's you? just that many. What about tango. That's right. And <laughs> now you've got ball wipes to, to help your ballroom but dancing. But there's only that much fox trotting and cha chaing you're doing. So, um, me and my partner uh, fired up the, and it's got a beautiful little charge unit. Fired we fired up, up the lawnmower 3.0 last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. And let me tell you, um, she's an artist. 
and she's sculpting <laughs> and <laughs> on you. Yes, um, it's it's uh, very very comfortable, well, very we, very relaxed. And we, easy. Have, have you seen we rugby have l- cameras? If you, <laughs> if you've seen no social rugby. distancing. <laughs> You see rugby league hairstyles recently. You'll know that manscaping is crucial. That's right for the hair. You know yeah. whether you're going for yeah. the dry arrow, yeah. the mullet, uh, the mullet, oh, Don Manningly, or a yeah, simple yeah, side yeah. part. Oh, uh, Connie Hurrell is now mm. advertising face masks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so uh, my partner did some uh, sculpting and manscaping, and it's uh, an experience that I can yeah. recommend. Uh, the ball white was a tremendous way to uh, put a uh, red underline under the uh, so experience. Finish it off. <laughs> just to give you a little stop, just to give you maybe a little bit of uh, uh, technical information Please, to encourage you to go to the website, which is manscaped.com. Yes. So uh, there's a D on the end of Manscaped. Yeah, the 3.0 <laughs> of the lawnmower Post has text. been redesigned after 18 yeah. months and has produced the greatest ball hair trimmer yeah. ever created. Third wow. generation, yeah. cutting edge ceramic blade, so you're yeah, yeah. less uh, likely it's to. It's very delicate skin, and they have I have had moments down there where you get a little <laughs> nick on that skin. It's quite I, I unpleasant. Get, I, I guarantee you that the razor was not ceramic bladed, correct? <laughs> it certainly wasn't. Battery lasts up for ninety minutes. I mean, we 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 had a sort of like a ten minute escaping <coughs> yeah, yesterday, uh, yeah. but there was room for we're more. New age sensitive guys, you very know, much going to work, isn't it? Yeah. You can groom in the shower. Hey, That's work. a big plus. And here's I think the most important thing. They have an LED light which illuminates the grooming area for a closer and more precise trim. Yeah, yeah. So if you get onto the website, manscaped.com, you can get the lawnmower 3.0 on its own. You can get the luxury pack with the deodorants and the wipes. 20% off if if you simply quote the product code and free shipping, 20% off and free shipping. Have a guess what the code is. Fire up. You got it. Fire Fire up. And can I say... I, I'm on the grapevine. I'm hearing that Sonny Bill is endorsing this immensely because he's locked away in luxury boutique, oh, yeah. Harbour View apartment with food delivered, gym, etc. And this is the last thing they didn't deliver to his doorstep. Loving it. Loving it. So he's got um, four hours for training, yeah. which he's cr- credited his wife for providing <laughs> that freedom. Yeah. Obviously, deeply religious man, so there's yeah. time for worship. Um, the kids need entertaining, so he's dancing with the kids. But if you go to the... He's spending uh, time with the kids. If you go to the Telegraph, yes. you'll actually see Sonny Bill's diary that's been um, uh, detailed. So how And long? there is um, 30 minutes other, he's manscaping. Well, the battery lasts 90. Other. That's three days' worth. Might get exactly. another season out of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Now, that's commitment as well. Uh, Chris, uh, look, there's a couple of things I want to say. They've uh, teamed up with Testicular Cancer, um, the organisation that's a, a not-for-profit. Correct. So they've got men's best interest at heart, and there have been some facts, I believe. If I could just say one last thing here, that apparently they've done a little bit of a survey with the ladies, and the ladies say... When it comes to bad, have you got percentages there? Yes, uh, women who think bad grooming is a major turnoff, eighty-five percent. I can confirm that. that yeah. um, uh, Cary Grant, he was the other one who was an immense groomer. Can I do my Cary Grant? Yes, yeah. please. <laughs> Judy, Judy, Judy. <laughs> wow. Now, eighty percent of women think men should manscape below the belt. Yes. So that's a pretty straight-up question. That's what we were focusing on <laughs> last night. And eighty-nine percent of men think good grooming is essential to their professional success. Didn't we, need us anymore. And can I just say that the man-on-man numbers, those percentages are even higher. That would be my, <laughs> my understanding of the situation. Yeah. Yeah. And really, this is what I think AFL is sneaking in along, along yeah. with other sports is that the little touch of the generals is coming into play as a focus <laughs> yeah, point. Well, yeah. it's, just a, it's just softening you up for this cell, isn't it? Yeah. It's just copying rugby league. It's copying Paul Gallon reefing yeah. his hands down, yeah. Josh Hodgson <laughs> Shaw's or Aidan Caesar. Joshy <laughs> Reynolds. Tickle from Joshy Reynolds. I think it's Rod Reddy from the old days. Yes, Rod Reddy, you know all about yeah, that, yeah, right? yes. Yeah, there's, there's always someone, isn't there? So, <laughs> I, and it now turns out that the modern stuff is just product placement. Yeah. And now they're not saying cop, this is saying 
Have you manscaped? That's correct. <laughs> it's a gentle reminder. <laughs> and I think that'll be it. Thank you. I'm going to say one more thing about that manscaping device. If you get a steel bowl, like maybe you've got a salad bowl that's made of steel, and you get that and you put the edge yeah. on the steel bowl and go right around. around it, if you go around it, you get the sound effect. That's how they made this sound effect for the pod races in Star Wars. <laughs> so, wow. So, Dennis, I think the next time we'll be talking about this product, and we hope there is a next time, uh, you'll be talking about your experiences. Remember, manscaped.com, 20% off all product offerings and free shipping if you quote the product code. Fire up. Thank you. Fire up. Thank you. And uh, what we need you to do is to get hold of that product. And I know, Greg, you're going to race out and do oh, exactly yeah. that. Oh, yeah. And we want uh, everyone who is downloading the show to encourage their friends to sign up, subscribe to the podcast. That's yes. really, really important. Mm. And as they say on every podcast you listen to, if you write a review, apparently that's a really good thing. And we've had very nice reviews yeah. well, and we'd like you? more of them. Yeah. Yeah. But get your friends to subscribe and get your mates to Manscaped. Good news. Yeah. I just got a phone call. Yes. Well, I was off air. Uh, Kieran Kinley's going to join us next week to Spruik as well. Terrific. Oh, that'd be great. What about <laughs> Natasha Barling and Tim Barling? Got a bit of time on our hands now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Greg, thank you so much <laughs> for coming in and sharing yeah. your rugby league stories. We'll put the photo of you with the medal on Facebook. And, uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and thank you to all your family yeah. for what they've done for the great yeah. game that yeah, we call your game. Thanks for what you guys are doing for the game. It's a great, <laughs> it's a really great podcast. And uh, listening to the show for a number of years. And yeah, I think David Gallagher. Still trying to find that Taramara rugby league team with the the, the, the bin chickens. In it. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. So that's your development club? Yes. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, get, we'll, get them, we'll get them out there soon. I, I believe Thank there's, a, there's a battle too going between the bush turkey and the bin chicken as to the yeah. urban environment that's now. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. See ya. Cheers. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs>